welcome to another edition of Problematic Women, a podcast and Facebook watch show that showcases strong conservative women, current events, and the hypocrisy of the feminist left. My name is Kelsey Harkness, and I'm a senior news producer here with The Daily Signal. And I'm Bree Payton, staff writer over at The Federalist and friend of The Daily Signal. So we have a great show for you today. We have a lot to unpack. First of all, though, it's necessary that we immediately address Refinery29's <laughs> Most recent uh, post in Money Diaries, their series in which millennial women around across the United States will diary about their weekly expenses um, and then blog about it for Refinery29 anonymously. So in one of the more recent posts on Refinery29's Money Diaries, a marketing intern in New York City who earns $25 an hour and gets an $1,100 monthly allowance from her parents and lives rent-free in her apartment... Um, She's a cheapskate when she goes out with her friends, <laughs> and she feels guilty whenever she takes a $4 lift line to go home, which is insane to me. And she has a thing for really fancy yogurt. Yeah. So, Kelsey, tell us more about this woman's life <laughs> in right. New York City. All right. First off, an internship where she's making $25 an hour, that is a really good internship, and I want to know more about it. So it's not like she's making nothing. Uh, here, Here's a sample of her monthly expenses. Rent. I live in a one-bedroom, one-den apartment. The total rent is $4,050. My share is $2,100, which my parents pay, and my roommate's share is $1,950 parentheses, she lives in the den. Her student loan payment is zero dollars. She says, I'm still in school and my parents pay for my education. Her health insurance is also zero dollars because she's also on her parents' plan. Her monthly movie pass is nine dollars and 95 cents and her sugared and bronze pass is forty dollars and 76 cents a month. Parentheses, I get one Brazilian sugaring a month, which we're not exactly sure what that means. I attempted to have Brie explain and I'm still (laughs) unsure. So Go Google it. Brazilian sugaring. Apparently, it's a thing for privileged millennials. Her Equinox membership, which is also a gym for very privileged uh, millennials and New Yorkers. They do have it in D.C. too. It's actually all across the country. Uh, uh, $210 a month. That has gone up since I lived in New York City. Her phone bill is zero because she's on her parents' plan. And her Netflix, Netflix Spotify, and Amazon payments are $0 a month because, of course, she uses her parents' accounts. So uh, there's a lot of questions here. Number one, how does she have an internship that pays $25 an hour? I don't get that. Number two, why do her parents and grandparents give her an allowance when she's making, what is it, like $747 every two weeks and they're paying for her rent? Like, I understand, you know, pitching in to help your kid pay for the rent while they're interning in the city um, if she or, or whatever to what extent. A month. From yeah. her parents and her grandpa wires her three hundred dollars every month. Hashtag bless. She literally typed that. Hashtag <laughs> bless. So, like, if this is my kid, I can understand pitching in for part of the rent or something like that. Which she makes enough money to cover rent, so I wouldn't do that if I was her parents. But I get, I get sort of to an extent Helping doing out in that. A little bit. Yeah. I don't understand paying for her rent and giving her a spending allowance. Like, I don't. Well, understand what the point of that is what does she do with the money that she actually makes okay so this is where we get to the interesting part of this piece which do you read money diaries normally or i not? don't this was the first money diaries i've ever read so i read a lot of them probably most of them because it's fun to see how other people spend their money and it's fun to see how people live on all these different amounts of money like in different parts of the country 
Um, like someone, you know, making $35,000 in Tennessee or something, you're reading their lifestyle and you're like, oh, this, you know, sounds like someone else making a lot more money in the same city that I live in. Maybe I should move to Tennessee. So it's kind of fun to just see, you know, the way that people live. Um, but a lot of times I've noticed that women who make six figures or in her case, she takes in a good amount of money from like her parents and from the free rent that she gets and from her salary. Um, they act like they have to pretend to be frugal or apologize for whenever they spend money. So they'll be like, oh, I took a lift line, you know, from work today instead of walking, even though I could have walked, even though I know that, you know, that that's an extra $5. But at least I did the shared option instead of the regular option. So that saved me two or three dollars right there. It's like it's like fake frugality. Oh, the sacrifice. Yeah, it's like fake frugality. It's like, you know what? If you're making, you know, six figures and you're a single person, I don't have children. It's fine if you take a lift. Like, you don't have to apologize to me as the reader. So that in general kind of annoys me. But let's get to the way that this girl spends her money and how she is cheap with her friends, <laughs> which you don't need to be cheap if you're living like that. You could pay for all your friends things and be the cool friend. All right, so she goes on a girls' weekend to the Hamptons. And so on her way home, she gets a goat cheese and avocado wrap at the local health food store. And this is somehow $23. So I don't get how that's $23. But the Hamptons, you've never been beside, there? Besides the point, I actually have not been there. Um, so she's on the girls' weekend. They're on this trip. She spends like $38 on a bottle of rosé in order to take with them, which I don't know why you're doing that if you're going to be frugal about other things. So this is where it gets interesting. So they're all out for dinner. She's out with her friends. Um, this is what she writes. Dinner is delicious. Service is terrible. Food's overpriced. Um, the edamame comes out last, and my steamed veggie dumpling appetizer is forgotten. We get individual checks because some of my friend ordered drinks and some of us got more food. My check is $45. I'm in shock. But I swallow my pride because hashtag Hamptons prices. And then at another point, so she describes like they're all in the Hamptons. They're all going out. Um, they go to, you know, like a bar. So she goes to she wants to leave. So time to go home. Music gets shuts down, even though the guys who are throwing it have a permit at this house party in the Hamptons. I open Uber and see that an XL costs seventy six dollars. So I freak out. Maybe I'll wait and see if someone else can stomach calling it. Okay, I'm sorry, but if you're getting an $1,100 allowance, living rent-free, making 25 bucks an hour, you can pony up and <laughs> get the Uber XL for your friends and spend $76 and not even think twice but about it. But how do you know her friends aren't getting even more monthly stipends from their families? That's that's true, but like still, you know, like this isn't going to hurt you. Just, just be a good friend. So she says, um, my friends are too drunk and won't leave, so I had to call it. I check Lyft, and a big car is only $33.00. Two girls in the car play dumb and won't pay me $12. $12. Okay, Brie, here's what I want to know. Is this real or is it made up? So that's the thing with these money diaries is that they are anonymous. So potentially someone could make this up and send in a totally fake thing. Um, but number one, that's a lot of work, right? Like this is like hours worth of writing, I feel like, to diary that. So that's a lot of work for a totally fake thing, in my opinion. But it still could be. Um, but I think that there are people that live like this. I mean, I have known people 
who, while they were, you know, living in D.C., even as adults, like fully with jobs and health insurance and everything, their parents pay for their house or different things like that. So I think that this is not I wouldn't say common, but does happen. So I have no doubts that people do live like this. I have probably met some of them. My sister's met more of them. She went to a very um, well, she went to Colgate University and they um, you know, she has some friends who are millionaires. I think a couple of them might be billionaires. And so I've heard the stories. I believe it. What I am struggling with this story is that this girl has absolutely no shame and she is so out of touch with how arrogant she is um, and how complacent she is about her money situation. You think she would, you know, a hashtag blessed doesn't mean you're actually saying I am so blessed that I don't have to worry about money. Um, instead, she really is seems to be rubbing it in people's well, faces. But the thing is, she does worry about money. Like every single purchase that she makes, she's like, oh, I feel so bad about calling the lift line. I feel bad um, about getting this iced coffee. Like I feel I don't want to pay for the Uber XL for my friends. I'm mad that they didn't Venmo me the extra money and I had to pay $12. Like I don't I don't have a problem with someone, you know, being wealthy. I think like good for them good for her in this situation. I guess what I do have a problem with or found just really annoying was the part where she was worrying about money and worrying about all these little expenses and worrying about, you know, and being a cheapskate with her friends. And then at one point, you know, it takes a while to get sit seated at this other restaurant that they're at. So she tells the waiter, we're not leaving here without getting free stuff. Bring us <laughs> wine. And he does. Like, wh why are you being that kind of a person when you don't need to be? Like, you can relax. You can have fun. So I guess, you know, the cheapskate aspect of this is 